Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hour number two of our broadcast time for Faith Focus Friday. A couple of items for you. I think we're going to try to wrap up what I've been sharing with you, the really good piece about true revival. And I um, also want to share some personal things with you, a really interesting story about how I spent my day yesterday. I went to Kentucky right after this broadcast. Uh, That's two Wednesdays in a row, two, well, actually Wednesday last week, Thursday this week. Um, And... (laughs) There were some interesting adventures along the way that I will try to get to. First, Faith Focus Friday. Steve Crosby has a great post about self-awareness. You know, and I talk about this spiritually. I talk about this politically as individuals and as groups. One of our big problems is too many of us believe our own PR. Now, I'm not saying we should be obsessed and absorbed in self-criticism. But too many times, one of the things that really stifles us is the failure to take in input that's different than what we happen to believe or think. And sometimes we need it. We need correction. We need adjustment. Here's Steve Spose. Sometimes the air supply in our small Christian bubble runs a little thin. We erroneously assume that big deals in Christian bubble world are big deals universally. Oh my goodness, boy, have I been guilty of this. They're not. I was once in a leadership meeting of erroneously so-called five-fold leaders that was filling the Christian bubble with tons of hot air. (laughs) You can just hear Steve saying this. A brother with courage got up and said, we love you. But no one under 40 years old cares anything about anything you've been talking about for the entire weekend. By the way, I'm quite familiar with this particular event he's describing. He was right. We were a bunch of old guys with an inflated opinion of ourselves and the importance of what we had to say. When we exist in the echo chamber of our own thoughts, our own sense of our self-importance and significance to the rest of the world that unlike ourselves deals in reality, we will always be wrong. It's like artists' opinion of their own work. Of course they think it's wonderful and groundbreaking until the picture ends up at the 50-cent bin at the dollar store. (laughs) Same thing happens when Christians diagnose their own experience and ascribe significance to it. It just hasn't hit the discount bin yet. Isn't this true? 
can we acknowledge that one of the reasons, and I think it's a great tie-in to the rest of what I share from Tim Keller. I mean, this is right on the money. There's a connection here. Can we just acknowledge, and I know it's rather blunt, that in some of these areas, we just suck. And the sooner we realize that, the sooner we actually have some hope of moving forward and having a real impact. I want to share with you the final, maybe we'll go through all of this, maybe just a portion, but I've been sharing this with you in pieces. This is a piece by Tim Keller in The Atlantic. American Christianity is due for a revival. And the cool thing about this, this actually, I started sharing this with you before Asbury. Because it really gets to the heart of the substantive things that need to be addressed, not church services or events. Let us go to item number five. The church has in its favor what the Catholic philosopher Charles Taylor called the unquiet frontiers of modernity. He makes the case that Western culture is deeply conflicted about faith and God. Modern secularism holds that people are only physical entities without souls, that sensations of love and beauty, they're just neurological chemical events. There's no meaning other than what we construct, no right or wrong outside of what we in our minds choose. Yet most people feel that life is greater than what can be accounted for by naturalistic explanations. The modern self is exceptionally fragile. While having the freedom to define and validate oneself is superficially liberating, it's also exhausting. You and you alone must create and sustain your identity. This has contributed to unprecedented levels of depression and anxiety and never satisfied longings for affirmation. Remember I've talked about this with so many of these groups looking for affirmation, you know, I've said this about Black Lives Matter, about the gay, lesbian, transgender thing. There's not a sense of inner affirmation and identity. There's a sense of, you have to affirm me because of what's unsettled inside. Tim Keller continues, the modern self is also fragmenting. Abella argued, it's individualism leading to the erosion of family, community, and unity of shared values in the nation. The breakdown of neighborhoods and communities means that more and more our lives are run by faceless, massive bureaucracies and inhumane technologies aimed solely at economic efficiency. In sharp contrast, Christianity offers grace and covenant. Protestant Christianity teaches its members salvation is by sheer grace, not by one's moral effort or performance. We're adopted as sons and daughters of God. So the cosmic ruler becomes our unconditionally loving Heavenly Father. And all who unite with God as Father are brought into a family of faith, which is based not on contractual relationships, sustained only as long as they benefit both parties' interests, but covenant relationships. I love this. I'm so glad he contrasted those things in which all parties pledge to serve one another in sacrificial love that's what I'm into covenant relationships in which all parties pledge to serve one another in sacrificial love what may happen is this 
Even though the secular world markets its highly individualistic view of the self as objective and universal, the rest of the world sees that it is par parochially Western and shot through with non-empirical assumptions about human nature. As time goes on, secular Americans may begin to see the rest of the world as developed cultures that are modern, but nonetheless religious. Young secular Americans may feel themselves to be in a kind of wasteland and begin to question their unbelief. All of this, Taylor thinks, may cause secularism to become less plausible over time. Hmm. All of these factors in Christianity's favor, all of these factors, will not necessarily trigger a renewal. For that to happen, these three things have to be accomplished by at least a significant sector of the U.S. church. The escape from political captivity. American evangelicals have largely responded to the decline of the church by turning to a political project of retaining power in order to expel secular people from places of cultural influence. But a demographically shrinking church that identifies heavily with one narrow band of political actors will not be relevant in America. A dynamically growing body of believers making visible sacrifices for the good of their neighbors, on the other hand, may indeed shape the culture, mainly through attraction rather than compulsion. Oh my goodness, this guy's speaking my language. We're going to stop there. That's Tim Keller. Some powerful words. That's what I'm living for. How about you? Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. the Vince Coakley radio program. I mentioned we'll be sharing more of that Tim Keller article in the future. 
Jeff writes, yes, we're saved by grace. Our sins washed away at Calvary. Let's not forget, faith without works is dead. Faith without legs, worthless. Jeff, I'm fully with you. And the way I describe it is vital signs. If there is life indeed in you, if there's life inside, it will be manifest outside. I, I just never have believed in the garbage of, well, my faith is private. You know, you may have your faith. Faith without an object, without a real connection, relationship is worthless. The whole point is, I love Steve Crosby's definition of faith, which is relational trust. Relational trust. So, if he says, and, and I spoke this, and maybe I'll share some of the message that I communicated at Don's memorial, Don Adkins' memorial on Sunday. I talked about this, about, you know, the scripture talks about if we believe in him, out of our belly would flow rivers of living water. It's, it's a life, it's about life source. So if it's in there, it's going to flow. So the reason it's not flowing most of the time is because it's not there. That's the reality. Because it's kind of like, you know, really it's like a um, Niagara Falls. It's going to make a path. It will. On a personal note, I've mentioned on this broadcast a couple of weeks ago, I learned my mother had a stroke. She's 91 years old. And I typically visit mom once a month. And during... This last few weeks, I've been more intentional to visit at least weekly, at least once weekly. And um, it's an adventure, to say the least, with all the things going on in my life. Typically, I'm going and coming back same day. And uh, it's been adventurous to get there. We'll just put it that way. The flight that I usually take to go... Uh, last week it was one o'clock, and I think in the new March schedule it's one o seven. So it gave me a few minutes, <laughs> extra minutes to get there. Uh, but yesterday I blew it. Oh my goodness! I, I <laughs> it, it was it was absolutely incredible. So I'm feeling pretty good. I by the way, uh, just a hint that something may help you. I have a travel checklist. So whenever I go anywhere, even if it's a short trip like this. I print out the travel checklist and I go through it and check everything off to make sure it's in the bag. Now, one of the problems along the way, as you will hear, is I switch my wallet between different bags. And yeah, I think you know where this story's going. So 12 noon, show's over. I get on the road, head toward the airport, 10 minutes into the drive. I reach over, I'm in the middle of a phone conversation, in fact, with my sister talking about my mom, and I realized, crap, my wallet is not in the bag. But it's already, uh, okay, this is time I can't, can't deal with. So I raced back, I uh, called and had someone here at the house uh, make sure they got the uh, wallet and were waiting for me 
to just pull up and grab it and run, which is exactly what happened. So here it is, like 12.20, boarding is going to start at, what, 12.37 boarding time? And I'm basically pulling away from my driveway at 12.20? <laughs> and I'm telling myself along the way, this isn't going to work. Fortunately, I called. I knew any of the parking scenarios that I would normally use were, were just not going to work. So I called and I thought, you know what? There's valet. So I called valet and said, okay, let's do that. Call them. They told me how it worked, where to take the car. So, uh, you know, I gave them all my information. I said, I'm going to drop and run. I, I don't have time to stop and give you all my, I'm giving you all my information now, which I did. And then I literally dropped everything. But anyway, to back up the story, yeah, I had to turn around. Go back to the house, get my wallet. Um, I think I pulled up at the airport. It was about boarding time, probably 1235, something like that. Walking over. By the time, you know, fortunately I had TSA pre-check. And what do you think happens when I go through pre-check? The alarm goes off. <laughs> Not anything I had on me. It was a, what is called a um, random check. The thing will go off just randomly just to check. So that what they'll do is they'll grab your phone or something, and they'll check to make sure there's no explosives or anything on it. I was like, great. That's at minus seven. That's the point. I'm seven minutes from them closing the flight, and I'm at TSA, <laughs> and they're checking my phone. I just thought, okay, there's the final blow right there. Not going to make it. And the guy was quick. I told him I had, at that point, I had seven minutes. And he was done in about a minute. Doesn't take very long. And I made a mad dash downstairs and literally made it within a minute of them closing the flight. Uh, literally closed the door after me. So the timing's so important because that's the last flight that would allow me to be able to go spend all afternoon and come back in the evening, which is what I did around 8 o'clock in the evening. So any case, I made it. <laughs> You don't know how thankful I was because I know that time is so important and uh, I know how much mom appreciates uh, just having company. And I think about that of everybody there when you go. And I remember, I think the last time I visited and I remember someone saying, I wish my son would come and visit me. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And it just reminded me how important it is and how I want to continue to make this a priority. And it's uh, I'm, I'm just thankful, it, it, seriously, just thankful for air travel to be able to do this. I, and very often I'm thinking of people in uh, times before air travel. Go back in Bible days, how long it took people to get from one place to the other. I mean, we're talking about months, months upon months to take the journeys that we take for granted that we can do so quickly. So uh, I thought you would be amused by my story. By the way, as of today, I am going to put, I am going to put my wallet on the checklist. <laughs> that's pretty sad, but that's the best way to remember that I need to make sure it is there because that's actually the second time that has happened. The last time I had more time, and uh, this time around, 
Uh, never again is it going to be that close. I'm just telling you, at least not for that reason. <laughs> Stay with us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. And over on that text line, the one thing always gets me about the affirming thing or any affirmation of you and your choices. If you need affirmation from outside yourself, then when the people around you change their minds, they will change you. Instead, concentrate on being the best person you can be. With God as your guide, then you have the confidence to be who you were meant to be and actually help others do the same. I so love this text. It's right on the money. Yep. That affirmation, primary affirmation, has to be on the inside. Inside, not outside. Also on the text line, did you just admit over the 50,000 watts you were driving without a license? It's Chris out of Shelby. Yes, I did. <laughs> GG, Vince just listening to your journey to the airport, driving to Charlotte. Thought I was losing a couple of pounds. Just listening. <laughs> I know just what you mean. Been there, done that. Hope your mom is doing better. Thank you very much for your kind words. And this, Vince, that flight story would make me think it's a sign not to get on a plane with all the FAA mishaps. Boy, there have been a number of those. Did you see the turbulence on that one plane? Food scattered all over the place. Trays. I mean, that's a mess. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad these stories have have developed years into my getting over my own fear. Otherwise, it might have scared me away, just being honest with you. I want to tell you about a, a really cool victory that's going on right now. A really cool victory that needs to be highlighted and celebrated. As you know, we've seen out of the left a very concerted effort to undermine the police, law enforcement. And despite the fact that there's been a shift by a number of Democrat politicians on this issue, there are still some hardliners who still have contempt for the police, for the justice system, and they think that, you know, somehow if they make things more lenient, that's going to make our streets safer, and it's going to be more fair, equitable. And, and I'm so over this. I really am. Breitbart has a story. <laughs> this headline is hilarious. And this is where I said, folks, this is a cause for celebration. And the fact that more people are getting it, including the president. The president's recognized. And I think for the president, this is political. He's thinking of running for 2024. And he wants to make sure 
that he does not come away as one of these, come across as one of those soft on crime people. Here's the Breitbart story. Report, effing amateur hour. Some Democrats furious. Furious. Joe Biden says he will sign a GOP proposal overturning D.C.'s soft on crime law. Some Democrats are reportedly furious. Joe Biden would sign Congressional Republicans' resolution to terminate the controversial Washington, D.C. soft on crime law if the Senate passes it in coming weeks. One House Democrat told The Hill by text message, the White House effed this up royally. After meeting with Democrats in Capitol Hill, Biden's Twitter account indicated he would sign the resolution to block a D.C. law that reduces punishments for criminals. Biden's promise to sign at odds with many in his party as the 2024 election cycle ramps up. And there's your answer as to why. The district's criminal law, which reduces punish punishments for a variety of serious criminal offenses, enacted by D.C. City Council, that overrode the mayor's veto while crime soared at the beginning of 2023. So let's get this straight. Violent crime surged by 23% in 2021. And here they've got these crime issues. And so the solution is to reduce punishments for serious crimes. That makes a whole lot of sense. This is crazy. This Democrat lawmaker adds, so a lot of us who are allies voted no in order to support what the White House wanted. Now we're being hung out to dry. The Democrat lawmaker added, effing amateur hour. Head should roll over the White House over this. In Biden's tweet, he mentioned the district's soaring carjacking. According to the Metropolitan Police Department, 94 carjackings occurred in the district in 2023. Homicides dramatically increased 25%. Theft from auto, 21%. Theft, 16 Are you ready for this one? Arson, up 300%. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton also expressed her frustration with Biden, suggesting the high crime rate is the reason he promised to veto the bill. She added, today's been a sad day for D.C. home rule and D.C. residents' right to self-governance. But with the nationwide increase in crime, most senators do not want to be seen as supporting criminal justice reform. Holmes Norton added the resolution would empower the paternalistic, anti-democratic Republican opposition to the principle of local control over local affairs. I think it's evident here these folks don't know how to control their affairs. Not all Democrats oppose the resolution. Many local Democrats have spoken against the district's law. Former district attorney, district advisory neighborhood commissioner of the Hill East neighborhood for eight years, K. Denise Rucker Krepp requested Congress support the resolution. Krepp is a Democrat. Former political appointee in the Obama administration told Breitbart News she opposed the district's law she said it enables the early release of convicted rapists. Oh, that's brilliant. As an advocate for sexual assault victims and as a locally elected D.C. official, I asked Congress to disapprove this bill. I'm grateful 
to Representative Clyde, Senator Haggerty, President Biden for stopping the D.C. bill from going into effect. Rapists must serve their full prison sentence. Boy, there's a novel idea. The Democrat Party debate over the soft on crime law comes as the Republicans' resolution will likely receive a Senate floor vote in the next few weeks. So far, who do you think would be the first Democrat who wants to this? One guess. Republicans only need one more vote to pass this with a simple majority. Joe Manchin is on board. <laughs> They're going to get another vote on this very easily. Kirsten Cinema, maybe? That may be it. This is a win, folks. It's a win for DC. And maybe this is something that can spread. Let's dare to hope at least. Stay with us. the final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Friday and we have very much a surprise guest in this broadcast I don't think he's ever been on this program uh, we were telling you before the break about a huge victory that we're about ready to see and it's on the subject of the soft on crime law that the District of Columbia has passed the <laughs> uh, the liberals are up in arms about this because Basically, Joe Biden is now siding with Republicans on this to make sure this is overturned. This law does not get established. I told you Joe Manchin is on board. And during our break, we received a call from one of North Carolina's sitting senators. Tom Tillis is joining us, and uh, he has some news about this particular legislation. Uh, welcome to the broadcast, Tom Tillis. Good morning. Good to hear your voice. Well, good to hear yours as well, sir. I'm uh, quite intrigued by your call. Uh, what kind of news do you have for us on this front? Well, I, I was what I was telling your staff. I wasn't trying to barge in on your foe, but uh, show. But the uh, if you take a look at the political map, uh, Joe Manchin is an endangered species. Uh, he knows that there's a potential challenger that he's got work to do. You go out to Montana, John Tester, who's a real liberal, uh, is likely to get on board. Sherrod Brown in Ohio. There are a lot of people in cycle that know crime is an issue. Don't know. They ought to look at what happened in Chicago with the mayor oil rate. And we got a D.C. mayor that was against it. And we've got a council that's gone crazy. And sadly, that's one of my primary residences up there, and I have seen the crime situation in Washington erode, like, overnight. And so Biden's generally tone deaf on the American people's priorities, but he's realizing this is an existential for Democrats. It most certainly is, and especially as we look at the likelihood he's going to ramp up to run for president, he does not want to come across as being soft on crime, right? Right. But he is, wants to be, but now he realizes the American people are rejecting it. Yeah, this is a pretty resounding message, as you described, what we've seen in Chicago 
and uh, and beyond. It seems like the tide is definitely turning. So if you were to guess, would you put any numbers, specific numbers on this, on how many Democrats, because it sounds like there may be more than two or three, more than enough just to over, to pass this thing, that uh, you may have uh, somewhat of a tidal wave here. Well, I think uh, I, you know, I mentioned uh, to the producer that there could be a jailbreak. If, if, if Biden said he's not going to veto it, and all these people know that they're losing on crime and, and, and people are suffering as a result, uh, I do think that, that you may see even some non-usual suspects vote on it. Yeah, Certainly is- all the Republicans are going to. Well, this is going to be very, very interesting to watch. Uh, well, Senator Tom Tillis, I so appreciate you uh, calling in to uh, talk to us about this particular subject. We'll have to have you back on to discuss some other things sometime if you're game. Yeah, Vince, one other thing I'd like to suggest to you. Go out to the ActBlue website. That's the aggregator for all the Democratic candidates. And do a search for uh, Black Lives Matter are actually all cops are bastards. They are raising money for a 13.12-mile run, ACAB, and they proudly say because all cops are bastards. This is the major fundraising, fundraising engine for the Democrats. Now, what's this website again? Uh, if you go out to AgBlue, and okay. I, I can shoot you a link, but I, 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 just, I just had it in front of the Judiciary Committee this week. It's called the 13.12 run, and it says, why 13.1.2? Because it translates into ACAB, and ACAB translates into all cops or bastards. My goodness. So that's what they want, and they've got it out there, and they're proudly raising money on it, and the voters need to understand that. This is absolutely crazy. We're certainly going to check this out, and I appreciate you bringing this to our attention. Uh, Senator Tom Tillis, representing uh, North Carolina, we'll look forward to talking with you again soon, sir. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You as well. Wow. This, <laughs> I does any of this surprise you at all in the least bit? You know, this this mindset does not go away. Now, as I... And many other people, I'm sure, celebrating what is happening with this legislation, making its way through Congress. Uh, be sure that the ideology does not go away. This hostility, foundational hostility to cops, to law enforcement, to authority. You know, it's still with us, very much with us. And we, as an informed electorate, we've got to be eternally vigilant. Right. Isn't that our call? Well, that's all the time we have. Thanks a lot for joining us. We so appreciate your presence with us and uh, look forward to a great weekend, rest, relaxation. Lord willing, we'll connect with you again on Monday. Adios. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 oh,
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.